where do I even start? Let's go back. It's mid-December. I'm flicking through the news on my phone. Something about a virus in China? It still wasn't the household name it is today. And like many others, I had underestimated its strength. Fast forward to now. This invisible enemy, as they call it, has turned the world into a ghost town. With the rapid spread of the coronavirus and very little information on it so far, experts have advised measures such as social distancing, staying at home, closing non-essential establishments. Some places even require government-issued permission to go out. Having traveled between three different countries, just as each of them began introducing their own protective measures against COVID-19, I noticed a few similarities, but also some of the most extreme differences. What I wanted to explore was what the numerous lockdown policies across the world are and how the average person living there is coping. I'm Jay Behruzi Sneed, and this is Lockdown on Location. I thought we'd start at my hometown, Metro Manila, the Philippines, a city of 13.9 million as of 2020. On the 12th of March, a month-long community quarantine was set to be enforced. Those who didn't want to be there when it came into effect were given 48 hours to make their travel arrangements and leave. The community quarantine meant all domestic land, air, and sea travel from the national capital region would be suspended with certain exceptions such as the delivery of food and other essential supplies. I was in the Philippines just as all of this had been announced. International travel was still going at that point, which was a relief for my husband and I who were set to fly back to the UK where we lived just days later. Thankfully, we made it back with no issues, but the laws on Metro Manila's community quarantine have expanded since. Farshad and Melissa are a retired couple in Alabang, a quiet residential district south of Metro Manila. They're also my parents. They tell us about life in lockdown where they are, starting with the policies and laws that have been implemented. Each household are given one quarantine pass, wherein that person is allowed to go out for important matters, like shopping for basic necessities. We are given one pass, and that entitles us to go out. But at the same time, every time we do go out, there are a lot of restrictions and checkpoints. So it's not that we can just go out and do anything we want. We are not supposed to go out, and the pass is just to make it easier to pass through this difficult stage. Other countries with similar policies include France and the UAE. Now, as you can imagine, Metro Manila, the massive city that it is, with the massive population that it has, turned into a completely different place after this lockdown came into effect. Large gatherings like Sunday Mass, an important event for the Philippines and its large Catholic majority, were put on hold. Curfews were implemented, schools were suspended, and a work-from-home scheme was introduced by many companies further cutting down on public footfall. Its daily landscape went from this... Vibrant, busy, noisy, traffic, lots of people, lots of things happening, busy shopping malls. It was just like anywhere else. To this... It is all quiet. There is actually no one on the roads when you go out. And uh, it's it's, uh, weary. It's like the... Horror movies, you know, at end of the world horror movies where there are no people around. It's a bit concerning. Despite their retirement, my parents like to keep an active schedule. Their regular errands went from this. We go out together, husband and wife. We went to the bank together. We went to grocery together. We ate out together. And now 
only head of the family can go, so I am stuck in the house. To this. We basically have the same day over and over again. We cannot go out, we cannot go anywhere, we cannot do other, anything other than what we do in our house. In the beginning, it was okay. We went through, we did a lot of leftover work. I cleaned all my cabinets, I cleaned all my drawers. I reorganized my files on the computer and basically cleaning up everything that I used to say, one day I will do this, one day I will do this. Well, the one day came and we did all of that and more and reset the phone. And after a few days, we ran out of things to do. And now all we do all day long is just uh, pass the time. <laughs> Wet markets were an affordable and often preferred option for many Filipinos. There you'd find the freshest produce, the freshest meat. There were no real set prices, so you could haggle. It was also the kind of place that attracted large crowds in close proximity. A hurdle I think the authorities found an interesting way around. To make life easier, government started this mobile store. But in uh, Filipino, they call it palenque. That is where you can find fresh vegetables, fruits. Residential areas in the Philippines are usually split into housing compounds, or subdivisions as they call them. And within those communities, further protective measures were introduced. We cannot go out of our compound without face masks. Just this morning, police in the car was roaming around our area, just informing us once you go out of the house, wear your face mask. The lockdown was only meant to run until the middle of April, subject to re-evaluation. But with the reality that COVID-19 wasn't going to go away, nor were we to expect a vaccine anytime soon, the government announced an extension until the 15th of May. With the possibility that this could go on for so much longer in mind, I asked my parents what they thought would be different after all of this was over. Definitely the city will change. Not the city, I think the whole world will change. A lot of people will start living different lifestyle. A lot of businesses have been greatly affected. Some will not survive altogether. Governments will start doing things differently as well. I think people are going to be a lot more cautious about environment. They will definitely be a lot more cautious about their own cleanliness and hygiene and things like that. So life will be different. In a way, economically not so good, but in some ways maybe better. So, could this be our new norm? Could the busy, bustling, perpetually traffic-ridden hometown I left behind permanently be transformed into a place that's... quiet? I sure hope not. Metro Manila and silence are two words that don't ever belong in the same sentence. Next time. My son, he understands that there's a virus. He thinks that the superheroes are fighting to combat it in the hospitals with the doctors. But he gets upset and he says, you know, mommy, why are the superheroes taking so long? We find out what life in lockdown is like in Dubai. A city of luxury tourism, the tallest skyscraper in the world, but also a large expat population left feeling so much further away from home because of the pandemic. Music in this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you also to Blue Picard for the original artwork. I'm Jay Behruzi Sneed, and this is Lockdown on Location. <laughs> <laughs>